hello, 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 hello. I'm back two days in a row. You know, I'm just a working girl who has a working podcast and I have to record for all my friends. Um, but no, I have more free time today, so I'm going to go for it. And this might be a short one. I feel like I'm almost afraid to come on and talk about nothing or like ramble or if the stories aren't that interesting or if I'm not feeling very intellectual and stimulating, like I'm always afraid to hit record. But sometimes it's like, go ahead, put up a small episode and just have people tune in and chat. So an update from yesterday, actually, while I was falling asleep last night, had one sort of nightmare thought about something that's happening at my actual job. And then one nightmare thought about how like maybe I was taking the wrong side or approach or talking about it incorrectly, the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner stuff and how like, duh, if you're going to marry a young girl, like she's going to be partying. That's not what I meant really. Like I didn't mean, oh, like I didn't even, I really didn't mean to validate his, like the shit that he's putting out there because as the Yesterday, last night unfolded and as today unfolded, I'm reading a lot more tweets and articles and shit about how just like weirdly slanderous this campaign against Sophie Turner is and how it's a most likely Joe Jonas's PR or himself or the sources that he's close to, I don't know, are kind of giving little bits and pieces about how Sophie is potentially the one responsible for the relationship crumbling or ending or the divorce itself, like, which really just has not sat right with me. And I feel like I was talking about it in a way that was maybe like giving him more credit than he deserved. Like it takes two people to tango. It takes two people to get a marriage to the point of divorce and say she was partying more than usual that's something like if you as her partner are like intolerant of that or like not cool with someone changing their how their lifestyle is in little ways like that's also a problem and that can contribute to the end of a marriage too so it's like it's weird and then there's this ring camera footage there's been like articles that say oh the divorce was sealed once Joe Jonas saw this ring camera footage where she did or said something that like made it so that it was irreversibly damaged or whatever and I mean if that's true like also how can that be true how can one thing someone says or does if it's not I'm assuming it's not cheating like if it is cheating and it's caught on the ring camera yeah then there you go but from what it seems like it's it's giving like she said something kind of fucked up and he was like, I'm never going to be able to forget this. So we might as well divorce on top of all the other problems we've been having lately. And I wonder if she was just like, yeah, I agree. I whatever. Like, I don't even know if she tried to. I don't know. I We don't know anything. I don't know anything. And I don't know if we're going to know anything. It's feeling very like intense and voyeuristic. I don't know. I'm getting the feel the vibe of like the paparazzi is kind of invasive, the blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just, it's, it feels like all eyes are on this divorce and like, duh, it's a celebrity thing. I get it. My eyes are glued to it. I'm consuming all the content from it. I completely understand. It's just, I saw a picture, paparazzi pictures of him, like going out to eat with his daughters and not that like, it's totally normal for paparazzi to follow it and, and track celebrities and like take pictures of them, obviously. But there's something about like someone going through something actually like 
Okay, sorry. I, I feel like I'm like appearing way more sympathetic to Joe right now and I'm not meaning to. I'm not meaning to. Like I am sympathetic to him. Ending a marriage is hard. But I'm I'm not – I feel like what I just said sounded almost like, oh, like, like I don't know. There have been so many celebrities, specifically women celebrities, women celebrities that have gone through so much more intense shit in their personal lives and have been so much further invaded by paparazzi like Britney in 2007. So it almost feels like silly to say, oh, like he's going through something really hard. They should lay off a little bit because there are so many more examples where it's like not at all possible specifically for women. Um, But I don't know. I guess it was just seeing those pictures. I was like, damn, like if you're really going through it and then someone's taking pictures of you. But then it also seems like he's being performative as hell. It seems like he's putting statements out there or putting little nuggets of information out there to try to disparage and make Sophie look bad. Like she hasn't been around the last six months and he's been completely taking care of the kids. Like I I just don't know if I believe that. And that's kind of making me, I don't know, feel weird about, about being sympathetic to him. Um, but this tweet summed it up pretty well. She says, okay, so it's pop bass, which remind me to talk about pop bass, pop tings, pop, like all these different Twitter accounts that popped up literally feels like within the last six months to a year and are now the forefront of celebrity journalism. Like it's crazy. I feel like it's being run by like an 18 year old kid. Not in not in terms of like the content or the vibe that they're giving, but I'm just like, it could literally be anyone behind this. Is it a team? Is it a legitimate thing? Like, did I miss something where there's like a pop base magazine and they've just like made this Twitter and it's very legitimate? Or like, I don't know, it's giving student in their free time in college project, but not in a bad way, not in a bad way, in a very good way. It's giving internet hour. It's giving like we have a hobby and we're online all the time anyway, so we're just going to like post about it and help everyone out. But anyway, this tweet, um, there's a pop-based tweet and it says, a source tells TMZ the reason Joe Jonas filed for divorce from Sophie Turner, quote, she likes to party, he likes to stay at home. They have very different lifestyles. So that feels like it's definitely coming from his camp and they're trying to push this narrative. Okay, and the tweet reply says, I think I'm supposed to gather from all the carefully placed headlines that she's a partier and thus a bad mom, while he is the hero dad making sacrifices. But no one seems to question why he at 30 decided to marry a 23-year-old and thought she'd suddenly turn into a trad wife. Which, okay, maybe this tweet isn't the one that I felt summed it up perfectly because there's another one that I feel like was better because there's a whole other line of thinking that's like, It's kind of exhausting thinking that a woman, a 23-year-old woman, a 20-year-old woman, an 18-year-old person, like, doesn't have the wherewithal or smarts or agency to know that they want to have kids or be married right now in their lives. Like, that is also kind of annoying. It's like, just because she was young doesn't necessarily mean that she didn't want kids, didn't want to get married, wanted to be partying instead. Like, let's give her some credit for being a fucking human being and probably a really smart woman and like talented woman and probably at 23 she had the capacity to be dating a 30 year old and wanted kids maybe and wanted to get married and like who's to say that all of that to her that almost feels like like 
denigrating is a strong word, but like, I can't think of another thing. Like, like just like making the life that she made for herself seem like less than it is. And like, it all happened by accident and that she's young. She was young and couldn't handle those kinds of like decisions to make for herself. So I don't know. This tweet is a little, is a little not what I was like going for. So fuck. But I think you know what I mean, just in that the media coverage that's happening right now by like page six and TMZ, it's very much one sided. And I'm sure that's because she hasn't said anything, but it's almost like, why would you say something? Why would you want any more out in the public than is already going to be out in the public by filing for divorce? Like there is going to be a lot of public information that comes to light through the custody situation, the divorce, prenup. I don't know. I feel like we get a lot of tidbits from like these filings or these like court situations, documents, whatever. And so it's almost like, I feel like she's saying, why would I want to give more to the public? And he's saying, you know, I really, I really just want to give it all to the public. And, and that's honestly just lends itself to thinking that maybe he's more responsible than we're understanding based on just like the initial optics. If you're trying to like do, if you're trying to, I mean, maybe he's just scorned. Maybe he's just like sad that she called him whatever insert insult on the ring camera. And he's like, now I just want to get it out there that like, I'm this great guy, great dad. And like, she left us for, for dead. And now that's the narrative that I'm running with, which is a narrative that I do not like at all. And I guess we'll see how it unfolds. What else is going on? Okay, yeah, New York Fashion Week is kicking off this Saturday. I don't have any events to go to. Literally, like, what? Who am I? What What events would I be going to? But not that's that's, like, kind of a joke, but also kind of, like, that was, like, me. I don't know what that was. Was that me manifesting of saying, like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. But, like... Obviously, I don't have any events that I'm going to, but a lot of people are going to events and they seem really excited and I'm really excited to see all the fashion. I feel like we are in a in an interesting fashion moment where it doesn't feel it almost feels like we're at the tail end of the Y2K trending vibe and like maybe we'll see some some of that on the runway in its own way, but I think we're also moving away from it and into like a big question mark of, okay, who's going to stand out? Who's going to be innovative in really cool ways? Like, oh my God, remember Caperni last year with the painted on dress on Bella Hadid? Iconic, truly iconic. Like shit like that, I think we're going to be seeing more of. (laughs) What else is happening? Last night, I got into a pretty deep hole about the Burning Man situation. It seems like it was just a uncharacteristic hurricane like downpour where they got three months worth of rain in like a couple nights over Burning Man in Nevada and Burning Man is interesting I mean if you know me you know that my older brother has gone to Burning Man for 20 years and that's like my frame of reference for it and it's definitely just for the most part it seems like people who can afford it, going and cosplaying, being living in a city in the desert with your friends and and like forming connection. And I, it, it's hard because like I know that 
festivals and these big gatherings of people where you set up and you camp and you have to like sustain yourselves for days and weeks like they do foster connection and they do bring people together and like you know but at the same time it's just so privileged like to be able to go away for however long and pay for all this shit and do drugs and just be in the desert and be naked and like there's there's so such valid like criticisms of it and even I'm I can be super critical of it it's like kind of annoying and seems whatever but it's not a concert I I feel like I just realized that recently is that it's just a bunch of people going into the desert this seven mile stretch of desert that's like they're in a circle and you're basically just like making a pop-up town and everyone is artists and they bring their own shit to make really big cool art installations and and like the cars that drive around that make like beds in them and the bikes and all the like other shit and the the temple thing that they burn at the end so it's a very cool like artists situation but that's also rich white artists for the most part so it's like is it really representative of the coolest shit that society can do I doubt it but yeah like I hope everyone's you know okay from that scenario it seems like from the TikTok hole I was in that people uh, after the rain subsided and after like the initial people kind of panicking and trying to get out of Burning Man, getting stuck with their cars in the mud, like after all of that settled a little bit, people did come back together and like there was fun to be had, I think. So yeah, just like random, one of those things that it's been on the kind of periphery, peripheral of my life just because of my brother. And now it's at the forefront of like everyone's algorithm. And it's just like, we're thinking more about this big event I haven't really thought about in that way or in such a saturated way ever really oh some bravo stuff I'm almost caught up to Atlanta so when I do that I will potentially some thoughts there because it seems like things are starting to heat up in terms of summer house summer house oh my gosh oh sorry the siren okay shook honestly shook about Carl and Lindsay only shook because not because I like believed in their love. I know that sounds so bad. I I didn't really like I didn't see how they could meld, but almost like it felt like, okay, you've known each other for eight years. You've been friends. You've seen each other through ups and downs and relationships like deciding to go for it and date each other is almost like you have to it ha you have to know you have to know that this is going to work that he's the one that you've like entered this new plane and that she's like everything and and it just it always felt a little off to me like they both desperately were searching for not even love but security and safety and comfort and happiness obviously and i think they really did find that in one another in the beginning but then the little things about each other that is that are the reasons they never dated or could never make it work in the last eight years as even friends sometimes crept up and bubbled up to the surface and they just like I, I bet couldn't stand each other anymore. I think it's really fucked up that he did it on camera in a way that like they weren't already filming, but that he let the producers know that he was going to break up with her. 
Because, like, what? You're trying to humiliate someone on TV? That's, like, absolutely fucked up and weird. But I also see the side of, like, he's been on the show for eight years. He knows at this point, not, like, to a producer level of what's, like, owed to the audience. But I think just in – and not that anything is ever owed to the audience, obviously. But it is reality TV. So I think he knows that there is importance in showing a whole story and – like filming his actual real life. And and I feel like there were, I don't know whether it was the right decision. There were probably so many thoughts going on in his head. I bet one of them was he was thinking about his other castmates and how they would say, oh, you waited to break up with Lindsay until we finished filming or you don't want to show your real life, which like are not legitimate reasons to break up with someone on camera, but they are probably thoughts that he was having. And Another thought he was probably having was I like, I don't know, Lindsay, obviously, I'm only going off of this show and what other the other women specifically on the show have said about her. And I'm like, absolutely obsessed with Paige and Hannah Burner. So I listened to their pod and like Paige's take not on the podcast, obviously, I'm just saying I listen to their pod in general. Anyway, um, Paige's take as evidenced by the last reunion, is that Lindsay is, like, unreliable, not a girl's girl, and just kind of, like, mean sometimes. So I'm not I'm not trying to, like, legitimize that by any means or say that that's a reason to break up with someone on camera, but I do think there's a world in which Carl felt maybe like he couldn't do it and he couldn't face her alone, which is cowardly and stupid, But it's also like that maybe indicates that it wasn't a real, real relationship. Like they didn't have – I'm sure it was real to them. But there's like Amanda and Kyle. I don't think Kyle would ever – I don't think either of them would ever break up with each other on camera for the first time for the show, regardless of anything, the check, the vibes, the whatever. Like I think they have enough respect for each other as a married couple who love each other to discuss that type of thing in private and then on camera, if at all. Like, I just don't, I don't know what that means about Carl and Lindsay. And I think it means that it was never meant to be. And I'm glad that they ended it because I could sense that it wasn't quite right. If something gets in between you and your best friend of however many, however many years, and it has to do with your relationship, there's just something off there and it should be addressed. And just the way that Lindsay handled last summer with Danielle was just like incredibly upsetting. And I hope Danielle feels vindicated. I don't think she'll feel vindicated. I think she'll be sad and and won't be able to get her like come up. In, like, I don't think she's happy at all that this happened. And I think that's, it's sad because like, that's what Lindsay was missing the whole time is that Danielle wasn't mad about it. She wasn't uncomfortable by it. She wasn't weird. It was just that things were all changing really quickly. And two of her, two of her best friends were getting together and potentially changing who they were for each other. Like Lindsay, Carl doesn't drink. Lindsay does drink. Lindsay likes to drink. She likes to go out, likes to have fun. Not that Carl doesn't like to have fun, but you know how it goes. And Lindsay was not honoring her true self with Carl. And that's just simply not a way to like conduct yourself in a relationship for success for yourself. And Danielle saw it and 
sad because she did the right thing. She did the right thing by trying to tell Carl and Lindsay, like, this is fast. This is a fast thing for the thing is the weird thing is like, it's not fast nine months when like, if you really fucking love someone, you're at that age where you're, you're feeling the pressure of age or of having kids or whatever, even the last episode I'm saying those pressures don't matter at all, but like also they matter to some people and some people feel them heavily. Like if you are Lindsay and Carl, you're in your late thirties, you want to start having kids soon. That's something you really desire. And you've been friends for eight years, dating for nine months and getting engaged is like not crazy. It's not like bonkers it's not even crazy if you haven't known each other for eight years say you like fall in love and you're like this is the person I want to be with let's get it popping let's have some kids let's get married like whatever even that's not like nothing it's not weird Danielle was only saying this is weird because the way that you guys are together is not actually who you are you need to give it more time to like figure out if getting married is actually right and obviously Lindsay and Carl hearing that is like excuse me, bitch, what are you trying to say about the love that we're in right now? And that's fine. It had to happen the way it happened. And I'm glad that it did because Danielle was right. But not happy. They're obviously both probably really sad. I am excited to see the new season of Summer House because it's going to be crazy and they're going to definitely air it, I'm assuming. But yeah, uh, okay, sorry if you don't care about Summer House. Uh, that segment was right smack in the middle. Not even smack in the middle because I might end this soon because, you know, oh, my skin is such shit lately. I It's like really pissing me off. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm going to maybe get one of Pharrell's skincare products. I know that's like, what? But have you seen his skin? And the packaging is cute. And I'm just like, I'm not finding something reliable lately in my current skincare routine so I need oh my god sirens I don't know I just can't figure it out and it's really making me upset and honestly I know why I can't figure it out and it's not even about the skincare products I'm not even gonna front it's I can't stop fucking touching my face I'm a pimple popper all I want is to pop everything on my face and and I just know that that's exactly the wrong thing and that's giving me the shittiest skin ever and it's rubbing all the dirt from my fingers and my other pores and like it's disrupting the skin on my face I just like I need to stop and I can't I literally feel crazy it feels insane to not feel like you can stop doing something but it's so satisfying it's so satisfying and the second thing is I'm not like working out I'm not exercising I'm not sweating and cleansing out my pores and my skin so it's just a big clusterfuck of things that I'm not doing and then hoping that my skincare routine can revive me. But I, I maybe I will try this Pharrell situation because his skin is like glass. And I read an article about the woman that he's working with who's like his skincare guru and it seems like they really have it together. And then I'm going to look into this other like thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get my health on fucking track trying to get my money right I'm trying to like really go into this fall with intention and strength and power and focus and we're gonna get shit done we're gonna make big moves 
we're going to slide into winter with some zest and it's just going to be good. I, I have a good feeling and I know I can do it. I know if I put my mind to it, I can do it. And that goes for all of you guys too. Like any of your goals, break them down into smaller goals. See what you have to do tomorrow to get to your biggest goal. And let's start. Let's just get to moving. Get your journals out. Get your little Excel spreadsheet out and like document how well you're doing. And if you don't do that well, you can also be like, that's okay. We're going to try again next time. And it's all going to be delightful. I think that will be it. Oh, I watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies last night and I thought it was good. I love a movie like that where it's a little horror-y and then at the end, oh, well, I guess I won't say the end. But yeah, watch it if you want to. I, you know, it was good. It was surely good. Okay. Well, goodbye, everyone. I love you so much. I will hopefully see you again soon. Yeah, no, I definitely will see you again soon and I'll call to chat. (laughs) Okay, if I don't see you before, have a great, fabulous September weekend. Do all your stuff, get everything done or get nothing done and just relax and scroll on TikTok and lay in bed. Okay, okay. Okay, goodbye.